Welcome to Kingdom Minded Podcast with Ray Munoz. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Kingdom Minded Podcast. It's me, your host, Ray Munoz, and today I am with Selena. She's back, ladies and gentlemen, back with a vengeance. She's here to knock down people and start taking off heads. What? I don't know. (laughs) It just sounded like a good intro for you. Um, But it is Sunday morning. Sunday afternoon. Afternoon. Just had lunch. None of us could figure out. Do you guys ever go through that problem where you can't figure out? We have this problem, I guess, all the time. time. (laughs) We can never figure out what we want to eat, but we know we don't want to eat what you are offering. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know. I have the hardest time with picking restaurants. But I know what I want, but I know what I don't want. I don't know. Does that make any sense? Not really. Like. I know what I want. I know what I don't want. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Like, I know, like, if someone's like, oh, well, let's have Taco Bell. Well, I know I don't want to eat Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. I think I should just start giving a theme and let someone come up with an idea of what I want. That's why I always ask, like, are you in the mood for Mexican? Are you in the mood for... Then you got to go, when you decide what type of, like, food you're in the mood for, like, you got to go, are you in the mood for, like, expensive Mexican, cheap Mexican? Yeah, but that... Street taco Mexican. Yeah, I guess you just narrow it down to what food you want first. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know what food I want. Sometimes I just know I want, like... Uh, what does um, your sister Roberta say? She goes, I just want something, I just want something um, refreshing. Refreshing. That's, that's what she tells me. Or when we go out, like me, her, and Michael will go out to eat. She goes, I just want something refreshing. Okay. So a sandwich? A sandwich, a salad, a bowl of fruit. Depends on the season. An ice cream. <laughs> but I don't know. We, we have this problem all the time. So we... Spent a good hour trying to figure out what we were going to (laughs) eat. Yeah, we hung out in the coffee shop. Yeah, We hung out at our church coffee shop and just sat there and talked to uh, these good old saints, brother and sister Plu, who Mm -hmm. are such, they're such, um, I'm trying to think of a great word to use for them. They're faithful. They're faithful pillars. Mm -hmm. They're easily in their 70s. Well, brother Mm -hmm. Plu is. At least in the 70s, yeah. Yeah, and him and his Sister Blue, they're there all. They get there really. They get there about earlier than I do. I think sometimes, and they drive all the way from Riverside mm-hmm. to go to the church, and then they're at the church all day, just prepping stuff for the coffee shop in the morning or the night. Um, they just do a great job. So, I know you guys probably don't listen to this because I'm not sure if you guys know what podcasts are, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure they're they're uh, they're grandkids. And uh, their daughter listened to this. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But uh, just want to let you know, you guys have some great grandparents and grand and mother and father. They're faithful. So, anyways, we on this rabbit trail. We were in the coffee shop. We waited and we settled on some fast food restaurant in town. But yeah, it was alright. <laughs> At least for me, it wasn't. Was it good for you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. So that's our Sunday morning rituals. We sit around and wait and think about what we want to eat. And sometimes we just can't think of anything. We just go home. Yep. Yeah. So today, um, how was your Sunday morning, Selena? Or should I start? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my day required a lot of prayer. 
yeah. Sunday morning was... So, <clears throat> we had to get everything ready today. Because today was our kids' explosion. Mm-hmm. So, once a month, we try to do a, something big at the church for the kids. Uh, to entice the kids on the bus to come. To entice our kids at our church to bring their friends. Um, <clears throat> or just some, just make it a big deal at the church. So, we've done ice cream. We've done nachos. We've done... Uh, jump house, you name it, we've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, today we were doing uh, barbecued hot dogs, and so I had to get up earlier because I had to. I didn't procrastinate. I knew I had to do it. <coughs> I just didn't put it as high on the priority list as everything else I had to do this this weekend. So I got up earlier to go to the grocery store but i got up early enough to do it Mm -hmm. and um i went and picked up all the the charcoal um i had to pick up napkins uh cups and lemonade mix and stuff like that minute made lemonade guys the big jug that goes a long way and it's cheap it's like eight something or sometimes you can find it for like six bucks Mm -hmm. and you can give all these kids drinks without really spending anything um, you know, for probably, we used that probably for two events, probably. Yeah. Usually. Um, the Big Ten. Um, so, we went there, and then got everything, and then went down to the church, and then um, I had to get the barbecue. So, uh, if you guys had saw my post on Sunday, um, <clears throat> on my story, I posted um, that one of the guys on my bus last year, he just texted me out of the blue, and he's like, hey, um felt that god told me to get you guys a barbecue so i bought the church a barbecue and i'm like he's like i left it by the buses i'm like what <laughs> so i like had to fly down to the church to make sure no one stole it because you never know yeah you know if we get people breaking into our buses to still they're still in our gas they'll still a barbecue yeah <laughs> so i went down there flew down there thank god it was still there and then i got the barbecue um we have had it for a year mm-hmm. and we haven't used it just we haven't had a chance uh, an event to use it at. so um he gave it to us, so I pulled it out this today, bought some uh, charcoal, and um, we used it today. It was the first time we ever used it, so uh, thanks, Max, for uh, giving that to us, and it's we're finally using it and putting it to good use, and it it's, great. it saved us uh, having to look for a truck and having someone to bring down a barbecue, so it was definitely a blessing to the church. Mm-hmm. Um, hot dogs tasted great. <laughs> Um, so that was just the morning. I had to go in the storage. And at right now, guys, it is, if you guys are listening from outside of the state, it's about 102 degrees outside. Five. 105 today? Yes. Oh, it's hotter. than. Well, it was probably about 100 degrees this morning at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a metal container storage unit looking for a barbecue that's in there. And I was already sweating this morning. So it was, it was tough. Um... And then I got inside, started setting up some stuff for Kids Church, and then, let's see, I went out, did all that stuff, got on the bus, I had to leave, you stayed at the church, Selena got a brand new t-shirt, and she spilled coffee on it? Soda. Soda on it. We didn't have any more coffee in the coffee shop. I only drink iced coffee, mm-hmm. and... Uh, so I was like, got to get my caffeine some way. Bought a soda. I always drink it through a straw. And for some reason, it just bubbled over on a brand new white t-shirt. 
I get this text message while I'm on my way to, <laughs> to go pick up people on my bus. And it's a picture of her shirt. It just says, I'm going home to go change. This had to happen to me or something like yeah. that. And I was just like. It's like not just like a little spot. Like it like was. Full on streak. Full streak down the front. Like at least three <coughs> inches wide. Yeah. It was pretty fun. I just said, okay. I didn't even bother arguing with <laughs> it. I didn't bother laughing at it. I just said, okay. Because I already knew she was probably upset about it. And so she said that. So um, while that's going on, I'm on my bus driving. I go to my first stop, which is usually my big stop. And I go and I wait and I see the two. Um, one's grandma and one's a mother. Um, and so they're coming on my bus. And I was like, hey, you know how you guys doing? Telling them hi. And then the other mom comes out the house and she says, that's it. And I thought she was joking. She was not joking. Only two people out of this 13-person house I have. Well, not just 13-person house. 13 people that come out of that house that ride the bus. Mm -hmm. Only two of them came this morning. And I was like, so discouraged by that. And I was like, what? They're not coming? She's like, yeah. Some of them are cleaning the pool today, and the other ones, they didn't want to come. And I was like, what? <laughs> that was like a shot to my heart. Because <laughs> my kids always come, and especially that household. I know that household. Right, they're faithful. And I was, I, was, I was defeated. I felt defeated, I guess. I wasn't defeated. I felt defeated. And then um, I had a bunch of contacts from yesterday's outreach, um, which we did outreach yesterday. Um, thank you for helping me. Uh, Selena welcome. took over, so uh, we'll kind of get into this a little bit later. Um, but Selena had to take over outreach uh, for the area yesterday. Um, but we were promoting today with yesterday with all like the pop schools and stuff like that mm -hmm. that we passed out. Um, but apparently that didn't work. And so I had a bunch of contacts. <coughs> Sorry, guys. I had a cough. So we had a bunch of contacts from the outreach and so I called people and then one said that they were coming but they didn't give us a number so I went down to the house honked there and they didn't answer they didn't come out so I was like thinking when no one came on my big route I was like well at least I'll know I'll get some of the new ones and then some of my other faithful ones and then I go and honk no one comes out of the first house I go to one of my other boys house he hasn't been coming but the parents say they're gonna send him and then he doesn't so I, I don't know I just go and honk and either way he comes he comes and then honk there he didn't come then I go to this other one who I actually verbally talked to. She says she was coming. So I call her. She doesn't answer. So then I honk. Doesn't look like she's coming out. I call again. She answers. Says she's not ready. Tell her we could wait. She said, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll, get, I'll just uh, I'll drive out there. So I was like, man, she's not coming. And so then we went down another street. I was like, then one of my guys on my bus had knee surgery. So he's out for a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. And so he wasn't coming. One of my other ones texted me, said he's out of town. He's not coming. I only had two people on my bus this morning. <laughs> Everybody was either out of town, hurt, in, or recovering. Being carnal. <laughs> Being carnal. And, or they went out of town. And so it was just like nobody was on my bus. Like we drove my car to take everybody home. That's how... That's how little we had. Um, so that was just kind of a bummer. So I was like, you know what? I saw you know pictures from outreach, and 
I know that the other bus route is going to have a lot of kids because I saw them all talking to them. So hopefully they, they're all going to come. And so then we get to the church and Selena's still there. She didn't leave. I didn't leave. And I was like, I looked at her. Go ahead. Oh, I'll, I'll wait for you to push uh, your side. <laughs> oh, I looked at her and I said, you didn't leave? And she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? So what happened when I was gone? So, we get there in the morning. I had, from Outreach, the little table we use for all of our sound, like the laptop, the iPad, and then our little soundboard. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I had that in my car, and it kept popping open on my sister, so finally she just, like, dragged it. I guess I should start. I put laundry in last night, and <laughs> um, the stuff I needed for today and i forgot to start it so i woke up at 6 30 and thinking i'm just gonna pop it in the dryer real quick like i told my sister we're leaving at 8 30 or 8 15 because i needed to go buy marshmallows for our game today and then i didn't start the washer so i obviously needed the item so washed it really quick on express put it in the dryer and then we run behind of course mm-hmm. Uh, turns out I did have little marshmallows here today, so or at my house. So I didn't go to the market after. I'll just grab those and was like, "We'll deal with it." And so mm-hmm. tried out my game to make sure it was gonna work with the little marshmallows. It did. So then I was like, well, "Let's go." So we're running late. No time for coffee, <laughs> which was so sad. <laughs> and um, get to the church. And we get a text that one of our other team members is not gonna be there. So. Obviously, if she's not going to be there, then we do her duties as well. So, we go in, start getting everything ready, and um, we share our sound. Um, what do you... It's a general sound system. Yeah, it's a general sound system. So, me being a type 1, I organized it, got containers, labeled what exactly needs to go in there, and... I open it up this morning and it's not put away. <laughs> um, cords, different cords are like in the boxes and um, cords that should be in the boxes are not in the boxes and they were buried under other cords in there. <laughs> and so that was obviously frustrating. So of course she had to have a philo- philosophical discussion in her mind of why they wouldn't be like that. <laughs> and she was just like, She's probably spent three minutes on just discussing that with herself. Like, why would they do that? I have it labeled. I why did. Out of my head, I was just like, <laughs> they're labeled. It's written out. Instead of a five, would have just grabbed what he needed and just kept going. <laughs> I like, did keep going, though, but it was frustrating. <laughs> and so, you know what? I don't you even putting it away you. was even funnier because you took even longer to put it away. <laughs> You know what? I don't need your judgment. (laughs) So, anyway, I get the sound set up. And we get all the stuff get going. And then we're like, okay, um, this point we can kind of take a break. Because the person that wasn't going to be there said she was coming after all. So, we're like, okay, we don't have to do her part. So, we go into the coffee shop, grab our drinks. I'm getting ready. I open my drink, put the straw in, go to take a sip, and it just leaks everywhere on me. 
And everybody in the coffee shop just kind of looks at me and I'm just like, this is my day. This is how this is going. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, I guess I could like run home and change really quick because I live about eight minutes from the church. So and then I can rush back and I should be able to come back in time to get my duty started. And so I am like, OK, leave the coffee shop, go into the family center where we do our kids church and there was something else I don't know I was already upset about like the, the fact that I forgot my lawn do my laundry and then we were, we're late. Your lunch. No. <laughs> we're not the church that <laughs> we're long late, and then um, the sound system and so I was everything just like, to okay. set off a type one set everything off to set up a, a type one yeah <laughs> so I like order organization and it was just not like that today and so um, I'm like, I can go home, change, be back. So I can, I was going to leave and then I heard something shatter in the kitchen. <laughs> and I just hear them say, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> and one of the other staff members who I had previously talked to and asked her if I didn't make it back in time, if she can start my, my duties and take over because I had to do check-in for our attendance and that's obviously one of the first things the kids do so I said if if I leave can you do it just in case I'm not back so she said yes so I go in there and she's on the floor because somebody had put a jar of salsa in the refrigerator and didn't bother to make sure that it was secure or on the shelf correctly <laughs> so as soon as she opened the refrigerator it fell on the floor, shattered glass everywhere, and the salsa was everywhere, and she was just like, okay, alrighty then. <laughs> and so it had shattered right next to the stove where Sister White was making her breakfast, mm -hmm. and she's really clumsy, so we're like, you can't walk over there, you can't be near there. And so... Um, it, it was like 10.40, 10.45 at this point, and the other staff member hadn't gotten there, so we're like, we got to set up the tables, we got to set up the rest of the stuff. So then I was like, I'll just wait and then go home as soon as church starts, and like once we get on our way. Well, then it was just kind of like the time got away because then she would find more glasses, she's cleaning up, <laughs> And I could feel, like, my shirt getting sticky, and it was just, it was a mess. And then as soon as um, Ray got back to the church, I was like, we need to pray. <laughs> I was like, we need to pray, because all, every little thing that could go wrong, and I mean, when you think about it now, it's like, those were, like, minor things. But in the moment, it feels like huge things when you're trying to get <laughs> everything done. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, we need to pray. So type five you did from the beginning. What? <laughs> I said, that's how a type 5 viewed it from the beginning. <laughs> that they're little minor things. Yeah. They're big things in my head. I know, I know. All you ones are listening and going, he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't. You don't know. You're a 5. <laughs> but I was just like, I got there and I was like, what happened? She goes, she's like, I was like, I thought you were going to leave. And she goes, a jar of salsa just fell on the floor. And I go, oh. Well, it was shattered everywhere. So we're understaffed. <laughs> I was like, I can't leave. I was like, I'll just deal with it. Yeah. So it was, 
It was rough. Then the kids were just... Well, we didn't... Um, I think it was... so. It, I can't talk. It bothered me because he had texted me and said, I only have two adults on my bus. And it was just kind of like... At that point, it's like kind of like, really? Like, we sat in the sun, 105 degree weather and passed out popsicles <laughs> in the sun. And it was just kind of like... Why weren't my efforts worth it? <laughs> I mean, they are, but it was no, just one of those yeah. disappointing moments where you're just like, I, I, did, I worked so hard. Yeah. It's just I one. sweated so much. <laughs> you you know, it's just like, it was, today was one of those days we put so much effort into everything. Yeah. And it just was not going the right way. Yeah. The kids, the boys were very... Uh, I think they were tired. I think really it has to do with it being summer and they're staying up later, way later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're all staying at each other's houses. So, like, they're just like, when they get to us, they're just like, we want to be asleep right now. <laughs> School needs to start. I need these kids back we on need a regiment. A <laughs> regiment? <laughs> a schedule. Huh? A schedule. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, okay. You said I just was really surprised you used the word regiment. I don't know, <laughs> It sounded funny. We need just need we need your parents to put these kids back on a schedule. Yeah. Because they're wild right now. Well, they're not wild. They're just they don't want to be involved. They yeah, just, they're just tired. It was bad. It was pulling teeth with them. The girls not so much. No, they were they're pretty hyped about breakfast. Mm -hmm. They were actually like a lot of the girls stepped up to help with breakfast. Yeah. Um, which gives them something to do, mm -hmm. which is nice. So, this Sunday morning was... Oh, and then we had to stay and make sure everything was cleaned up. With a, thank you, you know, all the people that helped out with the barbecue and all that stuff. We probably would have never been able to do all this this no. event without everybody's help. So, if you guys are listening, thank you guys. Um, but especially, like, taking care of, like, the charcoal, you know, like, they wet it down and, you know, dumped it out and mm -hmm. then cleaned out the barbecue. So, that way we put it away in the storage and it's clean. But um, still had to throw all that stuff away. And then by then, I was just so hot. I just stayed in the coffee shop. Yeah, it was really hot. Because our AC in the room is set to go off at noon. Mm -hmm. And we were not done by noon. I think by the time we left, it was already like 82 degrees inside the room. Oh, wow. Which doesn't seem very hot, but it's hot when you're sitting in there. It's hot when you don't like the heat. Yeah. <laughs> if I could so, have 64 degrees all the time, I would be in heaven. Yeah. So that was our Sunday morning, guys, and it's probably taken this long to tell the story, but it was actually pretty funny. But um, we made it alive. And, and I'm still wearing my shirt. She's still wearing her stained shirt. I actually got it stained on my shirt from carrying uh, melted, melted popsicles, melted popsicles <laughs> out of the church, and so um, you know, just just taking it in stride. <laughs> it's funny you to know. laugh at now. <coughs> you know, just. We'll live. Yeah. And the kids were happy with their breakfast and their hot dogs. Mm -hmm. They got breakfast and they got hot dogs. Yeah, they and went then, home nice and full. And we handed out popsicle or hot dogs to all the people at the church pretty much. The youth. Um, the bre extra breakfast sandwiches we had because we were missing a good bus. <laughs> um, we got to pass out all of those. So mm -hmm. it, it was good. I think it was a good um, all-around good morning. The kids were in good spirits at the end. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know. We just had a good day. Got to look at the winds. <laughs> Focus on the winds. Um, so uh, I am going to go to a question that somebody asked on Instagram. Because believe it or not, guys, when I ask you to ask a question, I'm, I'm really asking. 
I really want. I really want to know what your questions are. So, um, we have a question that was asked on Instagram mm-hmm. um, by actually one of your friends. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know everybody, <laughs> and I <laughs> want to get to know you guys. Um, you know, but being a five, it's. I try to know a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, Selena is very detailed on the people she knows, and I'm like, yeah, I've seen them before, you know, or yeah, they follow me, but I don't, you know, so. I know you by your username. So uh, go ahead and tell me who it's from and then read the question. This one is from Sarah in Dayton, Ohio, Mm-mm. which is actually where I lived for two years and went to this church. Mm-hmm. And I loved it and I miss it. So it's like thoughts on traditional Sunday school. What format do you guys use? So for us, um, we don't do traditional Sunday school. I guess you would say like classroom setting. So classroom setting, age groups or grades uh, is your traditional Sunday school. Um, even some people even do it before actual church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I was younger, we were raised on um, we were raised on they did Sunday school before church. So everybody went to Sunday school, not just the kids, adults too. That's that was kind of kind of a cool thing to do. Um, that is pretty cool. But. <coughs> your traditional Sunday school is breaking it up into age groups and having classes during the time of service, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, every church is different. Uh, not everybody does that. Um, but for us, we have not done that for 20 years. I don't even know. Like, Selena can't even think of a moment when we didn't do yeah, what I just we do now. always remember being in, like, a kid's church format. Yeah. So, um, but I was telling her, so I do remember um, hearing stories about from Lorraine and them when they were younger. They had classroom settings mm-hmm. at the old, old church we used to have. We've had three buildings, um, and I've been in two of them. And Selena, you've been in two of them. Two of them. So, uh, but Lorraine and a few other people have been there since day one in the old small building. Yeah. Um. But so they can vouch for that being in actual classrooms. Uh, but we've always had a, a kids' church setting. Um, we used to actually run um, buses or vans on our midweek services, and then we would have classroom settings then. Um, I think up until the last three years, mm-hmm. we've, we haven't had classroom settings on our midweek services, um, just because that's just not the direction we can take right now. I guess it's not necessarily that we don't want to. It's just we don't have enough people and staff that can function for that group. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really tough because um, before we kind of pulled it, uh, put a halt on it, I guess I should say, um, I was helping oversee that section. Um, Sister Barbara, who's in charge of our children's ministry, uh, that was at the time when her husband was sick. And so um, I just kind of just stepped up and told her, hey, you know, you got enough on your plate. Let me help you out with this. And so it was, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed doing classroom settings. I love having a specific class, a small group of kids that you get to work with every week. week. Um, but it's just not something that we can actually do right now. Just don't have enough staff. Um, so people, if you're from my church, listen, <laughs> get that burden. We Shameless get, plug. <laughs> we can get this back up on the, on the ball. But we just need people that are willing to, you know, step in and do it. I, unfortunately, I, I don't think I can do it. Um, Pastor does like us to try and have a service 
where we're not ministering we're being ministered to yeah so at least one service um and mine happens to be my midweek service mm -hmm. uh sunday nights have become that um it's not necessarily i can't be ministered to on a sunday night um but with running our next level program i it does require a little bit more attention from from me paying attention to making sure the kids are behaving um which by the way nobody is coming tonight <laughs> yeah Last, of our rules and contract they signed yeah so they didn't come to church this morning which is a big rule i know we're deviating from this sorry um who's your friend's name sarah sarah sorry sarah if you know what yeah so let me finish this <laughs> so we have in our contract they have to be at church sunday morning they can't pick and choose what services they want to go to and they have to behave themselves and unfortunately like i said last week they did not behave themselves so they are not coming tonight only sister doris is coming tonight uh but the younger ones they're not coming they have to come next sunday morning and they're able to come so anyway so let's go back to your the question I'm sorry sarah if i'm just deviating from this um so for us we do kids church every sunday morning mm -hmm. this is an alignment of what what our pastor wants us to feels that we need to be going in the direction of and he says every sunday morning is a push for an evangelistic thrush thrust yeah. um he this is back when he told me this this is back when we had our midweek classes he said you know i don't mind you teaching about the ten commandments or you know um proverbs and stuff like the fruits of the spirit he goes but i want every sunday morning to be an open opportunity for some one of these kids coming to receive the holy ghost uh and to be taught on baptism and doctrinal you know uh, principles and stuff like that so um it's a big thing that for us that we are making sure that it's a church atmosphere um so we don't necessarily do the typical sunday school format yeah, we actually used to do so we run ages three through fifth grade um just because out in california or at least in our area um a lot of the kids are going to middle school before they turn 12 which is where the youth group starts so it was reformatted to um when the kids go to middle school that's when they're moved up to the youth group yeah it was tough because some kids would leave some kids wouldn't leave yeah and some kids are like only 10 and they're going into sixth grade so it was just like you're not even at that level yet really yeah. so it was kind of tough um but we run through fifth grade now and so um we used to have a three to five year old class that focused on just like bible teaching them basic bible stories and it was catered more to their younger age group mm -hmm. um but then we lost that teacher she moved on moved on to a different ministry yeah she moved up to the youth group <laughs> yeah. so if you ever feel your heart pulling you again sierra <laughs> shameless plug <laughs> aye, aye, aye. anyway but we did do that with the younger ones and it really it was really helpful because you know it, it taught them to really learn how to sit in a classroom setting because when they're in the nursery they're moving from when they turn three years old out of a setting where they can run around and do whatever in the nursery you know subcontext they don't run around and do whatever they want no they're i mean controlled. they're not climbing on anything but i mean they have the they freedom can play to they get want. up and move whenever they want that, that's better said 
So we're like, do you let their kids run around in the yes, nursery? Yes, we let them climb the walls and they swing from the chandeliers. We don't have chandeliers. They swing from one. the light bulbs. <laughs> but, no, they, I mean, they have the freedom to move around, play with whatever they want. They get toys during yes. service it's, and they're moving into a new setting where there's times where you have to sit and mm-hmm. you're allowed to get up at certain points and you're not allowed to have toys. Mm-hmm. And so it was a nice transition, which I feel like even though we haven't been able to have that class, we've done really well with making sure that they mm-hmm. are able to adjust to that without being like... Completely bored or yeah. not engaged. And that's why, like, uh, I know you guys hate this song. The the move Jesus or if you love Jesus move if like a, you love Jesus, they don't like the song. Like I actually like the song, but mm. they don't like it. But I like to do it because the younger ones love it. Yeah, they have so much fun. You should have seen all the three, four, and five year olds. They were doing their little duck quacks, and I, you know what? And I didn't care if any of the older ones were just hating it because the younger ones, the the older ones got their down 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 song mm-hmm. this morning. Okay. The younger ones got moved like a cow, and they got to have so much fun with that. <laughs> so you got to really, like, we're, it's tough when we have that we much. We have to bal- learn how to balance it to accommodate the younger ones and the older ones and mm-hmm. keep them all engaged. Yeah. we have to, Especially with your lesson, you have to make sure that your lesson's in, uh, enough for all of them to understand mm-hmm. and short enough for all of them to understand. Now, granted, you know, three-year-olds probably aren't grasping everything that you're giving, but at least pushing out the main points. So when they go home... They can tell their mom and dads, uh, I learned about, you know, a giant. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, they get some snippet of that message and they're taking it home and just, you know, telling somebody about it. Um, But we have, we we just, you know, that's just the direction that our church is in right now. Um, Not saying that I don't like classroom cynics, because I do. I I really do like classrooms. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Because we didn't actually get into, like, what your thoughts are. On On classroom cynics? I love it. I really think it's important because that is where you build your relationships and your biblical principles. So Mm -hmm. everything that I'm doing with my kids on my bus now, Mm -hmm. on working on their character, working on how they handle life situations, I have to do that outside of Sunday school because I can't necessarily get that one-on-one time with them. So this next level program has definitely helped with that, Mm -hmm. um, where I can talk to them and explain to them and tell them about, you know, well, the Bible tells us this, you know, or there's a story in the Bible that talks about this. Have you ever heard of this one? Um, But if I had them in a classroom setting, I can do that more one on one. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that you can't have one with I think well, we're doing one without the other. I think it's important to have both. I think it's important to have you, you need to have an opportunity. So I've have heard or a lot of our friends um, in neighboring churches um, like Jonathan Pierce and them, um, they some of them will do um, Sunday school um, three Sundays out of the week. And then they'll do a big explosion service the last Sunday of the month. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of balance it, and you're having a little bit of both. Yeah, which I think I remember in um, Ohio, I think you guys have, like, a day where it's, like, a big, like, Sunday school setting inside the gym. Mm-hmm. I, if I remember correctly, I don't know how they run it now, but they do, like, the big explosion service. Mm-hmm. 
um, where it's like everybody inside the big gym and it's run like a kid's church. Yeah, which I think there's a, you can do both. If you can't, if you not afford, but if you don't have the means to do it every Sunday, mm-hmm. um, obviously it's not a money thing, but I mean more like staff or, um, you know, staffing or even the amount of kids. You know, for whatever reason, whatever's stopping you from doing that, I think that you can. I think that you need to just... I've seen it done a lot of different ways, and there's no right or wrong way. It's it's more what's going to fit your staffing and what's going to fit your church. Yeah. And as long as you're in line with your pastor, what, what your pastor has for you guys, then, hey, you know, there's different ways, and our way may not be the right way for everybody else. It works for us. Yeah. Um, but I think that there's a way to do it. And there's some Sundays where we may not be as evangelistic. Like when we split, we recently split up the boys and girls because I really felt strongly about this. Mm-hmm. We split up the boys and girls for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And we did a boy session and a girl session. So obviously we had half the amount of kids for both sides. And we yeah. do more of a teaching session. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was, I felt it was something that was really needed to be taught. Yeah, I so, did mine like a Q&A style. Oh, okay. See, mine wasn't more like that. Mine was more like a teaching kind of thing. Well, I taught them, but well, like, I, know, I but opened it up for like a Q&A, mm-hmm. especially on some of the stuff that like they didn't really understand. Mm-hmm. Like mine was more like teaching them and using life experiences and, and talking with them about it. And, you know, it was like it was more like a, well, what do you feel like, you know, like, what do you think about this, guys? Like, would you do this? And they're like, no, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was that moment. But. That's when we de- we pulled out from our typical format that we use, which is a kitchen setting, and did more of a teaching setting, um, just because it's something that we feel is really important. Um, but there's necess- not necessarily a right or wrong way to do it. I think it's just a matter of what you what you can do. Yeah. Um, but if you're feeling that hey, we want to go into this um, setting of a kitchen church setting, um, you know then I think it's great. I think, but, you know, no matter whether you're having a classroom setting a tip, or a traditional Sunday school setting or a kitchen church setting, there should always be this this opportunity for prayer. And I've heard of, I've heard stories of kids getting the Holy Ghost in classroom settings. Right. There's not, you can't. It's not like, oh, if you do a classroom setting, nobody in your class is going to get the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Only if you do a kitchen church and it's, that's not the case. Yeah, I remember when we did um, when we did classroom settings on our midweek service. Um, I always made sure that we prayed at the end of service mm-hmm. or the classroom, the end of class. Um, it was always just something that we didn't leave the room without doing. Um, we always took prayer requests. We always did, you know. There was all these opportunities for us to pray and let the spirit of God move. So it's not necessarily wrong. It's not necessarily, you know, right because we do it this way. Um, I kind of just I like both, but I think what we do is just it's just better for us right yeah. now. There's pros and cons to both. Like I really feel like in that classroom setting, you are able to. It's easier to build relationships with the kids because you only have so many kids fighting for your attention versus being in the room with everybody and everybody's fighting for your mm-hmm. attention. Um, yeah. I happen to always be the one that's checking kids in. So while we're there, I just I'm able to chit chat with them and talk to them, and that's how I've been able to build relationships with them easier than I feel like some of the other staff. Just because I have I'm a hard time with that. There with the 
I'm just nosy with them. I just ask them a bunch of questions. Well, I mean, not that. <laughs> I mean, I have a harder time because I get there. I'm pulling off the bus. Yeah. I'm going straight in to make sure everything's going correctly. Mm-hmm. And then I'm... Lucky for you, you have a great team that makes yeah, sure I know. that happens. But I mean, like... <laughs> But I'm making sure I'm getting out last minute things done. I'm making yeah. sure breakfast is, you know, I'm, I'm overseeing a lot of things. So I may not speak to a child. Until after you've done all Until I've done all that. Who knows? That might be five, ten minutes gone from there if they didn't come up to me and tell me hello themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I'm neglecting them. It's just I'm taking care of everything that needs to be taken care of. So I count on everybody in my staff to make sure that they're connecting with everybody. Um, because I may not be able to at that moment. You know, it's kind of like what your pastor is. Like when you go to church, you don't normally see your pastor sitting around inside the sanctuary waiting for you to come in. You know, a lot of times your <laughs> Welcome. pastor... Welcome. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of times you won't see your pastor until worship's already starting. Yeah, and he's strolling out of his office because he's taking care of everything else. It's a similar concept, you know, but like I make sure that if I'm walking by and I happen to see a kid... I tell I have to stop and tell them hello, or I have to say hey how you doing, or you know we're trying to make sure that I'm doing what I can do, um, but you know there's a lot of times that I don't get to talk to a kid as much, or I might go a whole service and not really be able to connect with somebody, like everybody else was. So that classroom setting, you have that time, you know. Yeah. If it's you're doing more intimate. Yeah, if you're doing snacks, you get to feed them. You know, you get to talk to them and ask them how their day was. And my favorite part of classroom settings was when um the kids would come because they would stagger in they all wouldn't oh. come at the same time so you'd get like your nephews coming in early. super <laughs> early because their mom you know your mom and dad were there early but i loved it because i was able to sit in that classroom and a lot of times i'd be setting up mm-hmm. so i'd get to, they'd help me set up you know because they're always willing to they do that now mm-hmm. they're always eager to help so I was like, yeah, you want to help me with chairs? And we just set up chairs, and then we spark a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, they would talk about this or that, and then another kid would come in, we start talking about that, and, you know, they all trickle in, so everybody got a little bit of alone time, or they would stay and clean up with you. You know, so there's all those opportunities in that, which we do have that in, in kids' church setting. Um, it's just not as... It's a little harder to come by it. It's such a big machine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's kind of like a tank. You know, I got people in the front, I got people in the back. You know, everybody's kind of making sure this thing is working and moving. So, it's real easy to not be as connected. Yeah. Like, where when we had a bigger staff, it was easier to be able to have some people sit down with the kids and eat with them. Mm-hmm. Where now, since we're short-staffed... Um, Everybody has, like, their assigned duties. So, like, you talk to the kids while you're passing out breakfast Mm -hmm. instead of where we were used to be able to sit with them. Um, Like, I was was putting ketchup and mustard on hot dogs today instead of going around talking to everybody. (laughs) You know? Yeah, and I I sat around and talked to the kids. Mm -hmm. um, Watched them eat their smelly hot dog. (laughs) They weren't smelly. They smelled good. Well, yeah, hot dogs smell good, but they also smell gross. That's just you. Yeah. Anyways, so that's kind of our feelings on it. I know it took a lot longer than you you would expect it to. Uh, I'm so sorry, Sarah. <laughs> Maybe she expected it to be long. Maybe she expected it. Well, it she, if she would have known you and me were on here, then she probably would have. <laughs> um, 
but that's just like I said that's just kind of how I feel about it it's not it has its pros and cons and I think that you know I think that you just have to just adapt to whatever you have and if you're looking to do both it's possible you yeah. just have to figure out a way to get into it and then but I really like I mean like for the churches that don't want to get rid of that um, three weeks and then one at the end of the month um, because I remember when we were running midweek service too that kids that were would only come on Wednesday yeah they wouldn't come on Sunday so we would have two, two different, different groups two different groups of kids and I was like well I like the fact that they're coming on Wednesday night but I don't like the fact that they're missing Sunday morning because they're missing that opportunity for us to pray with them like you know in an altar call setting um you know like that in like a service setting so what we actually tried for a little bit too is we would do three weeks of service or three weeks of class and then last Wednesday night I would have the Wednesday night team run a kids church service so they would teach it they would do worship and everything so it wasn't any of the Sunday morning stuff it was mm-hmm. the teachers on Wednesday night that they would do that and actually it was pretty cool yeah you know that was that was fun um and that's another thing to consider you know is if you're only doing midweek services like that with you know, your buses running then do a Sunday a service setting on a on a midweek if you have the space you know if you only have classrooms where the walls don't move then you're kind of just limited on what you're going to do or just have a class service inside your classroom mm-hmm. you know there's endless possibilities uh, so that was the only question I got <laughs> but um, <coughs> so uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, difficult weeks. Is that what I wanted to call it? Mm, I think so. Yeah, difficult weeks. Um, I've had a pretty difficult last two weeks. Um, so I spoke to you guys last Sunday. Um, my back had went out on Sunday. Um, my back's better. If you guys are wondering, thanks for praying. If you're praying. Um, but Monday morning, my back was still messed up. I had to take the day off and laid on the bed all day. <laughs> and I didn't do anything else. Um, so it was, it was not ideal. And I have paid time off, but I'm saving my paid time off for kids revival. Kids revival. Um, you know, just part of just doing ministry. You know, my vacation time is not to take vacations. It's usually to do stuff at the church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I'm saving that, and I didn't want to use it because I had enough to um, for like a day, and I didn't want to waste it. So I took Monday off without, you know, didn't want to do it, but I had to. Um, and so I was like, well, I'll talk to my, you know, my boss and see if I can just, I'm just going to have to work Saturday. And I already knew that week. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to have to work that Saturday, most likely. And I was not excited about that. So that happened on Monday. Um, and on Tuesday, I had to leave work early. So that didn't make it even better. Um, uh, a lot of you guys probably don't know this, but um, my cousin has been in the hospital for a couple weeks um, just with uh, liver problems. And um, she recently passed um, that Tuesday. So that's why I had to leave work early. So it was pretty difficult. Um, You know, my family, I was telling Selena this, and I said, you know, my family, the way we were as kids is, 
we were everything was together holidays uh, birthdays you name it we did everything together just and that's just the way it was when we were younger um, you know and that's kind of how my family is now my immediate family um, so this cousin of mine she passed and you know it was kind of hard on all of us because all the older ones it was like losing a, a sister um, you know she was always older than us and um, you know so it was just very difficult for my family and for a lot of us and so Tuesday I had to leave work early and go to the hospital um, pretty much to say our goodbyes um, so like I said I didn't have the time off so I just took it I just left and so I talked to my boss let him know the circumstances um, and I think it just with everything going on with the family it's just really my head's been in a hundred different places you know trying to think about my internal feelings and how I'm feeling um, you know church stuff and trying to take care of all that and it's it's difficult and I think that's something that a lot of us go through um, hopefully not as much as we should, you know as much as it shouldn't happen that often but it does happen and maybe it does happen a lot for you but you know I had to have a moment of honesty with people especially my team um, and just tell them or I had to tell Selena like I can't do this I can't put this attention to this mm -hmm. I need help um, because I didn't want to let my ministry fail I didn't want to let something slip through my hands because of my negligence which I'm sure if I did people would probably give you a pass <laughs> you know because it's a death in the family and it's difficult and it's not something that's easy um, but for me I know I didn't want people feeling sorry for me and that's just me that's my personality you know I have every right to which is what people will tell me to tell me but I don't want that because I want to be held at a higher expectation than everybody else mm -hmm. and I want to make sure that I'm doing my part to make sure that I'm you know not leaving my responsibilities especially a leader because and I'm not saying that I wouldn't let anybody else do that. Like, I would, you know, I, a lot of times what our team members have going through these things, I tell them, don't worry about it. We'll pick it up or I'll pick it up. Um, <coughs> so, you know, that happened on Tuesday. So just having to take care of everything and make sure everything's organized and put together. So, you know, Tuesday happened, went home, you know, just was just tough. And then Wednesday at church and you know just get that feeling where you don't want to be at church and you don't want to have to be around people because you don't want people asking the questions mm -hmm. that you don't want to answer um but I went I went either way and I was like you know what I'm not gonna let this stop me because I know that's what the devil would want is he would want me to feel discouraged enough to not trust God. Mm -hmm. And I pushed myself. I went. I wasn't really wanting to go. But I did anyways just to be obedient, you know. And sometimes the obedience is what pushes you and gets you where you need to be. And so, you know, I went to church and luckily it wasn't a big deal, you know. And, you know, I heard a message that I needed to hear and, 
you know, God moved and I went to the altar and I prayed. Um, you know, and then you know, Thursday came along and we're just getting everything ready going. And then I knew by Wednesday I was not going to be at work on Saturday. Or I'm just going to be at work on Saturday and not be at church. So I had talked to uh, Gilbert, who's in charge of our outreach, and I let him know. Um, I talked to Selena and a few other people, and I said, hey, I asked Selena if she would be willing to take over. Or she actually offered to take over yeah. outreach for me because she knew I had to work. And there was really no way out of it. I, I was trying to find ways out of it, but it just wasn't working out. Um, <coughs> on top of all the other stuff that I needed to do that Saturday. Um, so she took over, and I'm really appreciate, appreciative of her doing that. Um, but everybody that went on outreach, it went and visited my route. Um, you know, that's what we need is just to be communicating, saying, I won't be able to be there because of this. And I did my part. I was out running around getting popsicles mm-hmm. Thursday night and organizing everything. And then, um, you know, and I, I told Selena, I said, hey, the popsicles are at my house. I picked that up because I didn't want to feel like I wasn't doing my part. Um, you know, and I, and I, you know, we got that stuff and set everything up, let her know what I would like to have done and, you know, set that up. And then, you know, Saturday came and I was feeling like I was lagging (laughs) because I wasn't there and I was at work and I was just not happy about being at work, but I just had to do it, Mm -hmm. you know, but sometimes you just got to, you know, do what you need to do. Um, But you guys took care of it better than probably I would have been able to. Like a boss. But, um, Selena's falling asleep right here. <laughs> Sunday nap is creeping up. Sunday nap is creeping on. Um, but you know, a lot of times there's tough, tough weeks and things don't go the way they should be going. But, you know, we have to have a mindset of life is happening. You know, my family is important to me. And my family is, you know, things that happen like this, you know, death in the family is something that I don't take lightly and I'm going to be there for my family. And just like things like even like next week, we have a setup day, mm-hmm. but the funeral is next Saturday. So I asked everybody this morning, I said, reluctantly, <laughs> I did because I was very afraid of making everybody change their plans on my, um, because of me. And so I just asked him, I said, Hey guys, you know, I didn't want to talk about it, but I was like, I have a funeral I have to be at next Saturday, and it's at 11. Would you mind if we did set up late at night? And every one of them said yes. Mm-hmm. You know, but being me, I didn't want to have to ask anybody because I didn't want to be like, oh, well, we're making exceptions for him and we're having to stay later, but they're all willing to just do it, and it wasn't a big deal to anybody. And I just, I really appreciate it because that's just the relationship we have is that we're willing to help each other out and step in when we need to step in. And, you know, sometimes life happens and sometimes some of us are having a harder time with doing things or we have commitments that we have to, to, to take care of. And, you know, we have to go to work on a yeah. Saturday. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just is what it is. It doesn't happen all the time, you know, but we're definitely working together on 
making sure we're doing the best job that we can do. So it's been, it's been, it's been tough. It's been busy. It's been, I've, I've made people upset because I forgot to do stuff. Um, but I made sure I made it right. And I apologized to them. Um, and I said, I know this is an excuse. Uh, that's what I always tell people. I said, well, what's an excuse at the end of the day? It's still an excuse, <laughs> you know, but, um, a good one. it's a good excuse, but it's still an excuse. But I just told myself, I, I know it's an excuse, but my head's been in a hundred different places and I just wasn't thinking and I forgot to tell you about this and I didn't. And I said, you know, and I just made sure that I made that right. I didn't want to leave that without making sure it was made right. Um, but that's just part of being a leader is even when you know you have every right to do it, you have to take that extra step and say, I'm sorry, and I wasn't in the right mindset or I wasn't thinking about that, and I just totally overlooked this. Um, but it's going to get better. I think it's just, it's been tough. It's been, it's been just something that we're getting used to, I guess. Um, but I think you know, God's going to, he's going to do something great. And I've been working just being with my family and talking to him and being able to share my faith in God and my belief and trust in him. And I was talking to one of my cousins who's, he's actually Seventh-day Adventist, but I asked him how he was doing and he said he's doing okay. You know, he said, I'm sad. And we were just talking about, you know, I was like, and I told him, yeah, you know, I'm just sad. You know, I'm just hurting just because I miss my cousin. Um, but, you know, he was like, you know, I was like, but I believe and I trust in God that he's going to take care of everything. And I'm holding on to that. And he was telling me the same thing. He's like, you know, it's just I have to trust in God. And God, even though we hurt and even though we're going through difficult times, he's still going to be faithful and we have to trust in that. And I was saying, you know, if I don't trust in him now, how am I ever going to trust in him when it's going easy? Right. <laughs> you know, and so he's in, he's faithful even in the tough times. But so I just wanted to share this with you guys. It was a little, I was battling with opening up about this, but I think it's something that maybe you guys, somebody needs to hear. And maybe somebody's going through similar situations. And, you know, maybe this encourages you um, that somebody is going through similar things as you. And this is what I'm trying to do, taking it day by day and, you know, trusting him every day. And I'm not going to just, you know, roll over and let the devil think he had me and just keep pushing. So that's all I got for you guys today. Um, just want to thank you guys for listening, taking the time out of your day to listen to what we got to say, listen to what I have to say. Um, I appreciate it. So if you guys could just keep us in prayer this last next week, um, you know, we're going to get through it and we're going to come together as a family and hopefully I can get some people coming to church this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal is just to see how many people, family members I can get to come to church. Yeah. So, uh, Selena, anything you want to leave us with? Any words of wisdom? Be consistent even in the difficult times. Yeah. 
that's the hardest part. It's hard, but, but it's necessary. Yeah, and it's showing you because the thing about you guys is being leaders and being, even if you're not a ministry leader, you still have to work like you are. Um, but you know, have that mindset of just, you know, I'm not neglecting anything, but I'm gonna make sure that I'm taking care of everything. And sometimes you fail and just get back up and just try it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but being consistent and being, you know. I also feel like it makes it a lot easier to bounce back from those difficult times if you don't completely allow yourself to fall apart. Mm-hmm. So being consistent and like still trying to keep your regular schedule and being consistent in mm-hmm. your normal duties. And it's easier said than done. But it is. if you take it day by day, and one day you might not be able to hold it and control it. I mean, yeah, I mean, the Bible literally says don't worry about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, to me that says take it day by day. Yeah. Those difficult times. Mm-hmm. So, that's it, guys. That's all we got for you today. Um, might be a little bit shorter episode, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just remember, guys, stay kingdom-minded.